powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to friends, foes, and neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, because what you're about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show! Prepare yourself for pop culture, commentary, and interviews featuring no drama and no controversy, guaranteed. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Productions Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Like the Mickey Mouse Club song went, hey there, hi there, ho there, you, Derek Duvall Nation, are as welcome as can be. Thank you, everyone, for that warm welcome. That's right, folks, a fresh episode of The Derek Duvall Show is here, and I cannot believe we are now in September. Like I mentioned in my last episode, the Fall Fairy is nearly upon us. And let me tell you something, Duvall Nation. Thanks to the lady I call my wife, my home looks like it has thrown up fall. But you know what they say? Happy wife, happy life. Plus, she has really been enjoying those pumpkin cold brews from Starbucks. People ask me often what has been going on that's new in my life. I am happy to tell you that I am taking a vacation soon to Hawaii. That's right, Derek Duvall will be in the Hawaiian island of Oahu to enjoy sun, sand, and relaxation. It's mine and Mrs. Duvall's ninth wedding anniversary, and since we both haven't taken a vacation in nearly three years, and we are both healthy and vaccinated, we felt we deserved this romantic Hawaiian getaway. Plus, fun fact, she's going to get me into the water. That's right, folks. This salty old sailor and Jaws fanatic is going to willingly enter an apex predator's territory and pray that I don't end up in the back of a shark's gullet. Also of note, Mrs. Duvall and I have started watching a very popular show that you may have heard of. It's called, oh, uh, you know, a little show called The Big Bang Theory. Yes, you heard that right. We have never seen it. We are in the third season now, and thanks to HBO Max... The whole series is on for us to enjoy, and we really have been enjoying it and are stunned that we've never watched it when it originally aired. But we are rectifying that problem so far. It has been laughs, laughs, laughs. So, welcome to episode 24. What do I have in store for you? Well, we have on the show renowned microbiome scientist, Dr. Mahmoud Ghanim, who is going to be talking to us about his new methods for battling depression. This is going to be a very informative episode, so you won't want to miss it. Well, with that in mind, let's just get right into the show. Duval Nation, stand up and welcome to the show direct from the city that brought you LeBron and Rick Walfing Vaughn. That's right, Cleveland, Ohio. Give a round of applause for Dr. Mahmoud Ghanim. <laughs> Dr. Ghanim, welcome. To the Dark of All Show. How has your morning been so far? It's great so far. I woke up early, had a nice walk, and really enjoyed the day so far. How's the weather out in Cleveland today? You know, it's really good. We are passing through a good time now. Usually, as we enter into September, it's one of the nicest, uh, really, seasons in, in the year. Nice. Yeah. I always like to start my interview with the same question, as with all the others, and that is, how has it been for you personally to navigate the COVID-19 world we're currently in? You know, I think it's really been difficult for everybody. And also on the personal level, I really had to adjust how 
I do things and how we do the traveling and this sort of thing. Because as you can imagine, I travel a lot, go give talks and meet conferences and uh, meeting with people. And we had to change it. Also, because I uh, have a lab, I need to make sure how my people, you know, in the lab, adjust, try to explain and feel with them, you know, with the people feeling worried about what happens. And it's been a tough, but the good thing is because, you know, I am a trained microbiologist and the people working with me like that, uh, I try to explain to them, listen, we work with germs every day for the last, for me, for the last 40 years. <laughs> and in spite, of, in spite of that, we don't get infected. You know why? Because we follow certain guidelines. And the same applies for the COVID. If we follow this, we should be in a good shape. Nice. So we adjusted, I would say, reasonably well, yet it's still uh, tense and stressful for, you know, to know what's the future, but we will be able to handle it. I am a very optimistic person, and I think we will get through this. Optimism is definitely missing in the world today, so that's nice to hear. Certainly, no. I'm I'm really great believer. You know, you just try what you have, what you can do, what you can do, and then you leave the rest. It it will come. You need. We need to be optimistic because I remember you laugh at this when I was a young uh, boy. My mom says, "Always have hope because without hope, you will not enter heaven." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I am always hopeful. Nice. I always like Joy taking things back to the beginning, and I like to know what was it like to grow up in Lebanon, and at what age did you decide you wanted to pursue your current career? I was born in Lebanon, 1950, and I, I really, it, Lebanon was a beautiful country. Unfortunately, I'm sure you know these days it's not in the great shape, but it's beautiful. It's like California, uh, and I enjoyed it very much. I did my schooling and then went to American University of Beirut, where I finished my first degree in biology chemistry. And after that, I went to England, where I did my master in medicinal chemistry and my doctorate in micro microbial physiology, try to understand how microbes work together. Really, my career started uh, in this area when I was in England, because my a mentor or supervisor, as you call them, in England, he gave me a paper. He said, look, I wanted to do your doctorate on this topic, which has to do with if a person takes an antibiotic, like, for example, women, when they take antibiotics, what they do, they kill all the, not only the bad bacteria, but also they kill the good ones. And then guess what happens? You start follow, uh, developing fungal infections like thrush, for example. Mm -hmm. So that's where I started my, my career uh, in 1974 up to 78. <laughs> you mentioned being in England. What was it like and what favorite memories do you have of attending Loughborough University? I really like Loughborough University because uh, I know I, I, I realize you are also from Wales, if I understand correctly. Uh, Loughborough University is a small college town, very friendly. They have a little market. So I used to go to Wednesday where they have, you know, a, a vegetable market. I loved it. And uh, there is a lot of sports around there. And the university where I was in Loughborough, it's in a lovely area. You know, Loughborough, it's like, you know, when you go to study in a, in a place, whether it's uh, any, any university, it becomes your home. And it's always been my home, honestly. So I loved Loughborough. Nice. 
you mentioned you have a, a master's in medicinal chemistry and a, excuse me, a PhD in microphysiology. How far has the education curriculum in these fields evolved from when you attended school? Oh, you know, it really a lot of change. If you can think about it, you know, when I first started, uh, we did not have all the new technologies. You know, it was really good, uh, but we continue to learn on a daily basis, and there is a huge change. You know, the DNA, for example, was not a lot uh, then, and now look what's happening with the DNA, which is, uh, you know, the genes that control us. We know so much about it. Also, with respect to the germs, we were only like when I started to look at uh, the candida, for example, which one of the organisms which I focused on, you have to grow it in the lab. Now we can use non-culture, which means we can study it without even growing it, you know? So a lot of advancement happened, and especially in the area of uh, next generation sequencing, you know, which is related to how we understand the microbiome. It, it happened in the last 10, 15 years, which is fantastic. You currently serve as director of the Center for Me uh, Medical Mycology at Case Western <laughs> Reserve University. Now, you've spearheaded the research that's led to rethinking how to treat clinical depression. Can you tell us about how that idea came about? You know, it started by looking at what happens with the COVID. You know, if you think about it, when COVID hit, even within the first month, we started to see the prescription of anti-anxiety medication, antidepressant, as well as drug to help you sleep, anti-insomnia drug, really increased. It is unbelievable. And with a lot of people started to have mental health, maybe nearly 60% of people reported that they have some mental uh, health. The, uh, so this all attracted me to say, I really need to know how we can help this. And even some of my colleagues who, physicians and scientists, some of them committed suicide. So it was really close to home for me. And what can we do to try to reduce this uh, depression? And that's why it turned my, I turned my attention to look at what factors play uh, and exasperating or making depression worse. And one of the things which I was doing is to study the microbiome. And there was very good relation between the microbiome and depression. So I thought I really need to uh, dig deeper and try to see if we can find a way forward. Now, like I said, you mentioned depression from the COVID-19 pandemic. Are we talking, you know, is it mostly charged by isolation or fear of infection? What, what do you think? I think it's like with everything biology, it's complex. It's more than one factor. Clearly, isolation is very, very important. You know, we are we as humans, as you know, we are social animals. Mm -hmm. We need to be with people and we need to feel, you know, close to others and talk, sometimes share our thoughts, which helps us. So that was, that was one very important factor that led to this. Also, look what happened. People are locked down. Mothers can have to take care of their kids. A lot of people lost their jobs. And also, people could not understand how can we deal with phenomena, with this new pandemic. Because, you know, even in my lifetime, we did not have such a pandemic as this one, you know? When you put it all together, 
really people are trying to struggle to see how I can deal with this, how can I get on top of it, how I can work from home. So all of this uh, affected us. In addition, the COVID pandemic, what it did, you know, we don't do a lot of physical activity. A lot of people ended up to be sitting at home, you know, and really not doing much exercise. Maybe 70% of people in a study from Italy reported that they have a decreased physical activity, you know. So all of this have been known to be associated with depression. One of the things I found fascinating with all the interviews that I've done so far with the show is when I ask questions, you know, how has the COVID-19 well been for you? A lot of the answers have been very, very um, one end of the spectrum to the other. You know, some people said, hey, I learned how to play the guitar or I wrote a book or, you know what I'm saying? And I, sure, I, sure. I, I find that to be very interesting. And some people just said, you know, I sat at home in the dark and, and didn't do anything. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a very, that, that one particular question I always ask has been kind of a gauging point for where um, civilization is at the moment in terms of, you know, are people, you know, trying to make the best of the situation? Are people just succumbing to the absolute worst? It's been a very unique question to ask. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's where really sometimes also, uh, depending on uh, whether you have a family, close people you can talk to and help you through this process, this is very critical and, and and you know as you said there are we all have different situations and we all try to deal with it in our own way so that no wonder you see people having different reaction reaction to this i am lucky you know my wife and i we uh, are close we help each other and also my family i have kids you know uh, three children we are close and the grandkids so this helped us through the process what has the response been from the medical community to your revelations in this research? You know, I must say a lot of interest uh, came out uh, after this. Uh, I published a paper and uh, they now a lot uh, other people are contacting me. You know, what can we do? How can how can you help us? Maybe try to think of new uh, ways, uh, you know, to, to try to control this. Like, for example, now people are asking me, you know, can you come out with a probiotic that can help? What about diet? And that's why at the end, I tried to give a, a holistic approach for this because I, uh, uh, it's already, we already know that diet can help us. And so I tried to help them. And, and in general, they were really, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, say praise myself. They, people seem to be happy and they were glad that I came out with putting this together. Clearly, we need more studies and more things to be done, but this is the starting point, which I hope it will propel us towards better outcomes. Okay, Duval Nation, we are going to take a little break to promote two friends of the show and give you a chance to stretch your legs, refresh your drink, and you know it, do those deep breathing exercises. Cluso style? Yep, Cluso style. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Out with the bad air, in with the good. We'll be back in a few minutes. I'm Agent Scott. 
And I'm Cam, the provocateur. And together we are the Spy Hearts Podcast. Every Tuesday, we decode the best and the worst of spy cinema to decipher if they make the knock list. That's right. The knock list is the need to see official classics of the spy genre. The best of the best, so to speak. Nobody does it better. From Bourne to Bond and Powers to Palmer, you can bet we will cover it. So subscribe now and revel in the audio equivalent of a smooth martini. Just search for Spy Hards, that's S-P-Y-H-A-R-D-S on all major podcast apps. And let's just hope you find us before we find you. Support for the Derek Duvall Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, folks, the 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you 20% off, free worldwide shipping with the code Duval37 at manscaped.com. Men, imagine shaving with the sleek, well designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. Drawing on their patented engineering, this fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce those potentially lethal grooming accents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. And of course, if you're into making patents, you can now customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. Hey, in a pinch and can't find the light? The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn on the 4000K LED spotlight to give you just the same light as our orbiting star. Did we mention wireless charging? If it's good enough for your cell phone, then it's good enough for the Razer. This new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Not even Q-Branch for the Bond films can come up with something like that. Need a testimonial? Here's a random British person. Watcha, mate. I always lose my Jerry Cottle giving the old undercarriage a dig in the grave. Now with the lawnmower 4.0, I can raise a smile while watching the footy with the Forsyth Saga and a Ruby Murray, or that while the Duchess of Fife has a butchers at Manscaped's handiwork, till hopefully both of us are cream cracker by morning. I'm no Dunlap time, mate, you can trust me, I'm British. Thank you, random British person. If it's spoken by the British, it just feels more authentic. So you heard it here, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DUVAL37 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use Duval37. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the right job with Manscaped. Hello there, Gigawater gang. I'm Kina, the host of the boozy and delightfully foul-mouthed comedy podcast, Historical AF. I'm a nerdy public historian that is joined by a special guest each week to deliver funny, weird, spooky, and morbid historical nuggets you never knew you needed in your ear holes. Past topics have included the magical manhood of Russia's mad monk Rasputin, my hot take that aliens did not build the pyramids, serial killers that both my parents happened to meet as children. Listen, I know what you're thinking, Kina, how do you even exist right now? Also, who was it? All right, I'll tell you. Spoiler alert, it was Sean Wayne Gacy and Mark Allen Smith. Anywho, we can't forget the spooky. I've covered topics ranging from the ghosts of Anne Boleyn to the night marchers in Hawaii. Don't look at them, guys. If you do, you have to strip naked and you have to lay on the dirt. Dim's the rules. You can listen and subscribe to Historical AF wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can also follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HistoricalAFPod. And finally, you can check out the website for links to listen, sources, because sighting is sexy, photos, and more at HistoricalAFPodcast.com. Okay, bye! Welcome back to the Derek Duvall Show. How was your break? Before we get into the rest of the episode, a friend of mine at work told me the corniest dad joke, and I thought I'd take this time to share. Are you ready? How does the moon cut his hair? Eclipse it. <laughs> no good? <laughs> anyway, sometimes the corniest jokes can elicit the best laughs. Anyways, let's get right back into our show with the conclusion of our interview with Dr. Mahmoud Ghanim. Gastrointestinal problems have been a serious sign of infection from COVID-19 virus, and I know several people in particular who have had that problem. Have you noticed lasting damage after recovery from the infection, and how can you curb that? I think it depends on people. Some people seem to have lasting damage. Others, they seem to do really fare well, you know. With respect to the gastrointestinal uh, issues, you are absolutely right. We are seeing that there is an increase in not only the lung, the lung uh, uh, issues, but also the uh, gastrointestinal issues. And that's why I, I'm, I'm proposing that we need to look at ways to do that. And one of them is to try to address the microbiome, you know, and putting a more than one approach is necessary. And that's where I suggested my uh, three-pronged uh, attack. One is the probiotic, second, uh, the second is diet, and lastly, the lifestyle, you know. You mentioned, obviously, that those things. Uh, one of the pillars of living a good life is, again, good sleep, moderation, diet, and exercise. How do you build on those to fit your method of treating depression? Uh, I think... If you think about it, you need to think about it, the total situation. Look, we have depression. We know depression could be affected by the diet, the, what we mentioned, okay? Mm -hmm. So what you need to do is you need to start changing. I don't expect people to just jump into this, abandon the way they eat or, to, uh, you know. No, try to introduce it slowly but surely, you know. And I am a great believer in moderation start to do these steps take it easy you know sometimes it we all some have hardship trying to have a drastic change so to me if you think about it okay there are different ways i need to try to help myself let me start to adapt let me start to in, introduce new ways of eating of uh, exercising and whatever so that i will we get adjusted and I'm able to keep it in the long term. Because remember, if sometimes you have all these diets and they tell you, don't eat this, don't eat that. They stop you. No, you need a flexible diet. You need a diet that you are able to adjust to and adopt. So that's my, my way is a moderate way of moving towards this. We know this could help you. So how can you fit it in your own life? Mm -hmm. in your, yeah, so that's how I look at it. Fair enough. Uh, my next question is this, it, with, with the COVID-19 virus constantly mutating, and like I said, we're, we're, what are we in now? Delta, I believe. Uh, yes. Vaccination has been driving serious cases from ending up in hospitalization, which is amazing. Have you seen any data that a vaccinated individual has responded better to your method of treatment? 
really, to be honest, not much, because remember, I just published this paper, and uh, we, we did not look whether this approach is going to uh, help you as a COVID patient. This, I'm hoping, that's why I'm saying there's a lot of studies need to be done. I'm hoping that this ap- approach will be adopted and we'll start doing clinical trials to see whether this is going to be helpful. The good news is we already uh, tried, the, the, for example, the diet which I proposed, total balanced diet in uh, proof of concept study, and we showed that we are able to change the microbiome positively. Okay? So we also are doing another study in transplant patients, because remember, transplant patients, a lot of the time, because so many uh, medications they get, they have a lot of gastrointestinal issues. So we just have now Institute Review Board approval to start a study to see can we help them. And hopefully the results from those studies will give some confidence that this is going to help COVID patients as well. You mentioned, obviously, you know, we COVID-19 right now is the most prevalent of in, in the news cycle. And of course, you know, the biggest affecting humanity at the moment. Does your tr- treatment apply to any other kind of um, infections or diseases out there? My, for example, I, I looked at this study and my studies I published in Crohn's disease patients. Okay. In Crohn's disease patients, having the right study really shows it works very well. Uh, having the right diet, sorry, I, I meant to say. Also, when you think about it, it there is very good, a clear relationship between diet and the microbiome. For example, people forget about the diet which I'm talking to. A lot of people know the Mediterranean diet, and I'm sure you know. Studies have shown that there is considerable improvement in the depression level in people who follow the Mediterranean diet. While in contrast, those who eat our typical Western diet or pro-inflammatory diet really have a greater likelihood of developing depression and depressive symptoms. So based on this, I believe that following the uh, proposed holistic approach, you know, prototypical diet, which I described in the paper, should help in this direction by rebalancing the gut and helping the the overall GI issues or gastrointestinal issues we see in COVID patients. What does the future hold for you? Do you have any big plans in the works? Yes, yes. I, you know, <laughs> I'm 71 years old. People come and tell, ask me, are you going to retire? I'd say, no, I don't want to retire. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> and you know why? Because it's exciting. When you are doing something and you think you are going to help people, you know, this is just gives me energy, you know. Like people, I tell people, you know, as scientists, we not we don't need drugs to make us happy and elevated. Our research, when you are doing something and you are seeing that you are helping people, you keep going. So in this regard, I am planning to do a couple of uh, studies, and we are actively doing that, which is, can we come out with nutritional supplement to address stress, for example, okay, as well as two, two, two areas which I'm focusing on, stress at the moment, as well as autism, okay? And what we do, what I'm doing is, uh, just for the sake of transparency, I established a company called Biome Health, B-I-O-H-M Health, and what we do is, or what we do 
actually is we collect uh, fecal samples from people, they send it to us, we do analysis on it, but also they fill a questionnaire where it tells us about their exercise, about their stress, sleep, all metadata, okay? So now what I'm doing is we are going into this metadata, trying to identify what are the causes of the imbalance in the microbiome, and then come out of ways to try to rebalance these. So it's basically microbiome-based data that will guide us to find ways to rebalance the gut and hopefully improve the uh, stress situation in people, autism in little kids. And uh, it's really going uh, very well. And we are hoping to uh, start doing some clinical trials to show that what we develop and we're doing uh, research and development, as you say, uh, will help people. So that's some very, very bold uh, things. That I'm very, very excited to see what that uh, turns out to be. That's very interesting. You know, that's what that's, you, can, you can tell. It's very exciting. I, you know why I've been working since I came to the U.S., which is about 30 years ago now. I help companies, pharmaceutical companies, because in developing their antifungal drugs, you know, drugs that can kill fungus. So I really know the process. I do it uh, as a fee-for-service. They give me a grant, uh, and I uh, evaluate their drug and then move it through the different preclinical and then go into uh, both in vitro, like in the test tube testing, then you go into animals, then you go into humans. And I'm using similar models for, for uh, this to try to understand how can, we, how can we find ways to balance stress, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's early days, but it's exciting days. Can you please let my listeners know how best to find your services online? Uh, the best way is to, uh, to visit biomehealth.com, B-I-O-H-M, health.com, where you can see the services as well as uh, we sell probiotics, which I developed based on our work with the Crohn's disease uh, a study which we conducted with some colleagues from France. And uh, so that's one way. Also, I have uh, another way to, to uh, read. It's called drmicrobiome.com, where we have a website that helps people uh, in you know learning more about the gut issues and the microbiome and how to help them. I always end my interviews with my absolute favorite question. Uh, bear with okay. me here. If the entire planet was listening to this particular broadcast, what would be the one thing you would like to say to the people of Earth? I would like to tell them that we are going to get over COVID. Just keep going, and I am optimistic about our future, and we will be good. Gautam, thank you ever so much for coming on the show. I, and Duval Nation, just want to wish you all the best for your future success. And please, please, please stay safe. Thank you very much. It's really great pleasure to be with you. And thanks for having me. Of course, it's my pleasure. Okay. And just like that, Duval Nation, we are done with episode 24 of the Derek Duval Show. I want to thank Dr. Ghanim for being such a great guest. And I am so glad our schedules were able to align to make that possible. As I said earlier, I want to wish him 
and his team all the success for the future because if he succeeds, we all will as well. The release schedule is going to be a bit wonky next week as we'll be releasing our next episode on September 11th. Now, as it is the 20th anniversary of the attack we have on the show, and I recorded this a while ago, so I'm really excited about it, one of the most luckiest survivors to survive both of the towers in the World Trade Center and his story, well, to be quite honest, words fail me to describe how I felt after I recorded that interview. It is very, very powerful. So be on the lookout for that, and then we will be gone until the last week of September with the one-year anniversary show. So be on the lookout for that. I have some great guests lined up and some really special surprises. Speaking of guests, the team here, I've been booking some stellar guests, and we cannot wait for you to meet them. On behalf of the entire creative team here at the Derek Duvall Show, we want to say to you, Duvall Nation, be safe, be well, and for the love of all things holy, please get the vaccine. <laughs> Vaccination centers near you can be found with a simple Google search. Wish me all the luck that I don't get lost at sea in Hawaii. Supposedly, it's just a three-hour tour. Nosda, God bless, and see you next time, Planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duval Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvalShow.com, for the latest news on downloads and to explore past episodes. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duval Show.